Tech has made our lives so much more convenient, and it's also made Christmas shopping a lot more convenient for adults. If you're buying for somebody else or you're buying for your significant other, there's always, you know, some tech gadget that might thrill someone because it's a little bit of a, you know, boys and toys situation. But if it can be used practically, then, you know, it pleases everybody in the household. This is a really interesting story out of Phoenix, Arizona. This guy named Andy Gregg was in his backyard a few weeks ago, and he hears this voice he doesn't recognize inside his house. And so he's thinking, oh, my gosh, someone's broken into my home. So he goes inside and he finds out that the voice, he doesn't see anybody. He's looking around. We, we, I'm sure he heard a voice. I still hear a voice. It was coming from his Nest Cam IQ security camera in his front window. And these are the security cameras that people are saying, you know, install these because, you know, pirate um, uh, porch pirates will be stealing your packages and things. And you want to get a, a good look at people at your house, added security so the hacker is from, funnily enough, he's the friendliest hacker in the world. Where is he from? Canada, of course. He is from Calgary. And here's his conversation with Greg, because Greg obviously captured everything via the security camera. Have a listen. So we're, we're, uh, we're white hats, and I'm, we don't have any malicious intent, but I'm just here to like kind of let you know. And so no one else like any black hat hackers. Oh. Damn, man. Okay. All right. Well then, yeah, I appreciate it. Where, uh, like, are you able to see where I live and everything? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know where you live right now, but if someone was really that dedicated, I mean, yeah, they could they could geolocate an IP. They could see when you're not home, and I mean, just be creative. And there's so many malicious things someone could do with this. Right. Uh, Nest also offers two-factor authentication, so that no one like. Even if someone does get your password, they can't do what I did right here and log in. All right, cool. Well, uh, damn, that's actually insane. All right, well, yeah, thank you for letting me know, and uh, yeah, appreciate it. All right, have a good night, man. And uh, again, I'm sorry if I freaked you out. Yeah, no worries. Thanks. Take care. You'll never hear or see from me again, so have a good (laughs) night, and uh, I hope all is well, and I didn't cause too much of a pain in the butt. No, honestly, I appreciate you doing it, to be honest with you. So a little bit of a wake-up call for sure. (laughs) Yeah, scary. Because I'm guessing more than a few people are going to install, you know, some of these uh, home security systems. You know, you've got Amazon Alexa, you've got Google Home, smartphones, smart appliances. All of these devices have wireless internet connections. And that seems to be the problem. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. I am not uh, uh, an expert about tech, but we're joined now by David Shipley, who is CEO of Boceron Security. He's Global News Radio 640 Toronto tech analyst. You're the guy to talk to. David, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Now, this is a this is a story that I think a lot of people will be, uh, you know, into hearing uh, about because it involves, you know, Christmas is coming and home tech and security. And by bringing some of this tech into your home, you might actually be making yourself uh, more insecure than secure. Is there any way to overcome these vulnerabilities that your wireless inter- connect, internet connected devices have? So the short answer is no. Oh. Um, and and these, these devices are shipped with known vulnerabilities all the time and companies aren't held to account for fixing them. So my number one Christmas advice for families is stop putting cameras inside your house. 
uh, you're setting yourself up for all kinds of potential pain, and you're also setting a horrible precedent for your families that it's okay. What happens in the house should be the last bastion of privacy. And uh, I used to have a camera. I, I had a hard time keeping up with all the patches and fixing it, and we got rid of having cameras inside of our home. And you're a security expert. And I am a security expert, and the amount of time and effort it took to try and even stay on top of it was ridiculous. And and until these companies that are manufacturing these devices are held really accountable by governments and by law, um, you're taking a, a pretty big risk. But I'm sure that people are listening right now and they're thinking, yeah, but the risk outweighs the uh the fact that I, I won't be able to look at the benefit is I'm able to look at what my babysitter's doing when, you know, I'm not home or what my dog's doing when I'm not home. You know, can you speak to that? Well, yeah. I mean, it, obviously, if there wasn't sort of a strong sort of, oh, this is such an advantage, people wouldn't do it. But they often think they have these perceptions that these devices were built inherently secure. They're not. Or that they're kept up to date. They're not unless you're actively staying on top of it. Um, and if you're not doing good, rigorous uh, hygiene, which your clip I, uh, identified, this individual was sort of called out because they were reusing passwords and they didn't have multi-factor authentication on a web-based portal that you could log into from anywhere in the world and spy on them. Um, so you, most people aren't prepared to put the work in um, to try and keep up with this. What's multi-factor authentication for people listening? Great question. So normally we think authentication is username and password. Multi-factor is a third thing required. So in this case, you know, imagine a code that's sent directly to an app on your phone, or in the case of some banks, they have a little keychain that has a random number on it. And unless you have that code, even if you guessed my password or breached it for some results and you know my username, you still can't get in. And that was the missing piece in this Nest hack, where if that person had to turn it on, the friendly Calgary-based hacker would likely not have gotten into that, uh, that particular device. Do you think, though, that these tech companies kind of depend on us saying, oh, great, more ho- hoops to jump through? Because that's immediately what I thought. I don't have a camera in my home, but when you say, oh, it's going to be a, a text sent to your phone, I think we're inherently lazy and we brought things into our house for convenience. If we have to keep updating and we have to keep jumping through hoops to make maintain our security, the unfortunate result, I think, uh, is that people are just going to be lazy about it. Well, you're, you're 100% correct, which is exactly the root of the problem is, you know, we're bringing more and more of these devices in. Like, I, I give talks around the world now, and I ask people how many people are patching their televisions. What? And, Wait know, a minute. I got a smart TV. What are you telling me here? <laughs> so if you haven't, you know, been updating your, your television, then um, and it's connected to the Internet, it can actually be used potentially to hack you. Uh, if it has a webcam built in, it can be used to spy on you. If it has a microphone, it can be used listening. And, and I'm not speaking hypothetically. The CIA and NSA were caught with hacking tools designed to turn people's microphones on and, and turn their TVs into spying devices. So, yeah, absolutely. Right in your all right. Home. So, listen, I don't want to be selfish here and make it all about me, but how do we, you know, I think I'm going to be helping other people here. We, a lot of us have these smart TVs that we've never updated. How do we do that? Is that, is that even possible to go through in a, in a comprehensive fashion on the radio? So the easiest thing to do is check in the settings, and of course it depends on your manufacturer and your device. Samsung. Make sure that you go in your settings and check for software updates. And if they don't have automatic over-the-internet software updates, um, that's a problem. But ideally, if they're a modern one, hopefully they have automatic updates turned on, in which case you're, you're in better shape. 
But the interesting thing is most people keep their TVs for a better part of a decade. But we actually don't have any obligations by these companies to keep patching the uh, security holes in them. That's terrifying. And now here's what I think the average person is going to do, because I've talked about this at length. I think people are going to go, okay, well, I can't do anything about my TV because I'm going to hold on to it for a long time. I'm I'm just going to give up because I actually like saying, Alexa, what's the weather? Absolutely. And, and, and don't, don't kid yourself. These companies count on apathy on the behalf of consumers because they want to spy on you too. Um, don't think that Amazon is manufacturing Alexas because they get up every morning thinking about how to make everyone's life easier. You know, this is all about the how do we drive more orders through Amazon's uh, services? How do we how do we ease that buying process? And how do we gather more and more data um, about users and their patterns and their, their day of life? And, you know, it's, it's the amount of information that the average person is giving up about themselves increases every day, and it's weaponized against them. And Tim Cook had a really good point about, you know, what's being done to people um, around the world now. Now I want my TV tube television back that was, like, massive and another piece of furniture. I, I, well, see, I don't have a smart TV. I've purposely not upgraded to a smart TV. If I had a smart TV, if that's what I bought, I wouldn't have it connected to the Internet. Um, you know, I don't mind little set-top boxes because I can replace those easily if they're found to be insecure. But, you know, with a TV, you're kind of stuck with a major purchase. So, David, you know, Christmas is coming. People are, are shopping is there any safe tech to buy? What can you advise people do? Well, what I can tell them is that there is nothing safe by design or by default. Um, they might start out that way, but that there will be vulnerabilities. So pay attention to what you're buying and, and who's backing it. So is it a company that you've known and, and seen around for a while, and are they going to commit to actually updating it? Read those terms of service. You'll be shocked about what you're giving up. Um, and think carefully about those purchases. And those you know, smart-enabled Barbies and, and Wi-Fi-enabled teddy bears are probably not a good thing for your kids. David, it's always uh, terrifying and a pleasure to talk to you at the same time. <laughs> Merry Christmas if we're not talking before then.